0: Hello, my name is Doug Cockle and welcome to 60 minutes with Geralt of Rivia. Ooh. I'm really excited to speak with all of you, but especially Dina. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello, and thank you for listening to episode 29 of 60 Minutes With. I'm Dave, and yes, we're back recording at last. It's uh, been a six or seven week break. It's been the annual break that we normally take at this time of the year. And those of you that listen to 80's House will know it's always this time of the year that we take a break from recording the podcasts. And you'll also know that it's entirely my fault. Uh, Real world commitments means that I can't put the time into recording that I would like to. But you'll be glad to hear that both podcasts are now back recording again, so keep checking your subscriptions. Um, it was real world commitments that unfortunately meant that I couldn't be on today's show as well. I was running really late. But you'll be pleased to hear that uh, Chris and Tina did a fantastic job. I threw them both in the deep end at the last minute, um, not knowing that Chris was going to be hosting. He was going to be on the show. All three of us were supposed to be on the show, but I couldn't make it. So as you'll hear, they did a really, really good job, Uh, especially considering that there were some technical difficulties. Skype uh, decided it was going to have one of those evenings when it was going to play up. So there'll be the odd edit here and there. There'll be the odd crackle here and there. The sound quality uh, in places isn't as good as we normally like to have it but what can you do when skype's playing up it's uh there's not much we can do about that we've had that in the past but we still we just soldier through it don't we so anyway that's enough of me prattling on because i'm sure you want to hear the interview so please sit back relax and get comfortable as chris and tina have a chat with doug cockle
2: doug thank you so much for joining us this evening um i think tina's well, she's pretty starstruck at this point in time, and I'm pretty starstruck because you know not long ago I was actually playing your character and oh. uh, holding you in my hands, so to speak, and Ooh. controlling your every moves. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's a genuine pleasure for, uh, to be for you to join us uh, this evening. So thank you. And um, b- we, before we get into the Witcher, which obviously I'm I'm sure um, you've been asked hundreds of questions about The Witcher. Uh, we're gonna ask you a few more, I'm sorry to say that, but... Um,
0: <laughs> that's that's alright, that's why I'm here.
2: It, it would be unfair of us not to, but... Sure. Um, before we get into that, um, I'm interested to sort of learn a little bit more about you and how you actually got into um, voice acting and acting in general, because looking at a lot of your credits, um, you've, you've actually starred in some, some major TV and movies, uh, so can you tell us a little bit about that, please?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, um... I, uh, well, I started acting when I was a kid, really, Uh, and not like some, you know, child actors. But uh, when I was in high school, I just, I just fell into it and kind of liked it, but I never thought of it as a career or anything like that. And when I got into university, I was actually a pre-medicine biology major. Wow. And yeah, I was going to be a doctor. I had this whole idea because I saw this thing, um, St. Jude's Hospital in the States, and they, they treat kids with cancer. And, mm. and um, I was diagnosed with cancer when I was eleven, and, and managed to, to come through it. And so I had this this hugely altruistic idea that I would uh, become a doctor and go into obstetrics and gynecology, and then genetics, and then cure diseases in the womb. Wow. That was my whole idea. Yeah, it was great. It was great. But I was crap at most things <laughs> chemical. So <laughs> so. Damn. So, but I was really good at pretending to be a doctor. So, uh, so I, 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 had loads of friends in the theater department, and um, I just kind of went, hmm, life evaluation. So I, uh, I, I became a theater major, and then I, I never looked back. And um, uh, oh, oh <laughs> that, that's going back quite a ways, there, Chris. So where do I go from there? Sorry. Would you like to know what I did when I was two? <laughs>
2: So, I mean, obviously, that's. Uh, so, so, you mentioned there that um, you, you suffered from cancer at a very early age then. So, um, wow. I mean, to sort of like go through those experiences. And at what age did you st- sort of like decide that you wanted to be a doctor then? Was that sort of shortly after that or?
0: Well, I suppose like, like like most kids, you know, I, I kind of, I wanted to be a helicopter pilot. And at one point I wanted to raise dogs and, you know, live in Oregon and breed dogs and live in the woods and stuff like that. I don't know. I wanted to do all kinds of things. It was kind of when I was a teenager and I was trying to decide, you know, what to do with my life. And um, I think I must have been about, I don't know, 18, 19, something like that. And I decided I wanted to be a doctor. Um, but it was wrong. It, was, it wasn't the right for me I, I looked at myself you know I, I somebody said to me where do you see yourself in 15 years time and i i thought i thought well white lab coat no that's not really me um so, so you thought oh. white
3: pants instead and a unicorn
0: yeah exactly
3: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i wondered how long it would take um, before the unicorn came into the conversation and it didn't take very long
3: no sorry i'm not obsessed with it i am obsessed with the unicorn uh, and you've been
0: you in know, some amazing... I've not got there yet in the game.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm hoping in... I do. I'd yeah. <laughs> like to experience it.
3: <laughs> you must have an awful lot of people mention the unicorn to you.
0: They do. You know, I was yeah. at the uh, the Golden Joysticks Awards last Friday. Yes,
3: congratulations.
0: Yeah, yes. thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't win anything personally, but but the game won loads of, of yeah. awards, and I was really. I was, I you know, I was proud to be part of it. And, I, yeah. you know, just so nice to be there and be able to celebrate with them. So,
2: mm. yeah. yeah, I mean, just going back to your, your film career then. So, I mean, I, I have to take this from IMDb and, and IMDb has let us down in the past a few times, hasn't it, Tina? Yes, um, so definitely. If this is incorrect, then do apologize. But one of your first acting roles was um, in The, the Tailor of Panama. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's that's a pretty major production. So what was the lead up to that? Obviously, you you sort of started, you know, in in theatre and and going on from there. So what led you on to that?
0: Well, uh, I don't know if it's interesting or not, but, um, uh, I I mean, I I did all my training. I grew up in the States. I did all my training in the States. um, But I met a a lovely British lass and... um, uh, we moved over to the U.K. in 1999 after I finished grad school, and which was kind of a stupid thing to do because all my contacts were in the States and everything. So it, but, but we we thought we'd come over here for a year and try it out. So I came over and um, I started getting work. And uh, I started with York Theatre Royal and got, got a role in the Glass Menagerie there with Honor Blackman. And, and then um, kind of wow. off, On the, black off the back man. of that, but not... Yeah. I, Honor Blackman, yeah. yeah oh, she's yeah. so cool. I have to. I, she's probably not listening to this, but if she is, Honor, I love you.
2: <laughs> not, she we...
0: is the most amazing, dynamic person I think yeah. I've ever met. I mean, I was just, I, I was starstruck with her, but, but uh, I tried not to be, you know. And sometimes what happens is you end up just being really uncool.
3: <laughs> you, did you did you call her pussy? No. <laughs> no. Oh, Sam. <laughs>
0: No, she was great. She was really wonderful.
3: She's amazing. She's a bit like Joan Collins where they're just so glamorous and ageless, aren't they? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I she did um, while we were there she did a one woman show about Shakespeare's women and she was just fabulous. I mean, yeah. I I don't know what age she was at the time, but you know, <laughs> she well, was just fabulous.
3: Yeah, she's about 100 now, isn't she? She <laughs> can't be that far no. off it. And I'm not being disparaging. I don't
0: actually, no. Well, I, I think she was in her seventies. I'm not yep. sure, wow. but I mean, she she could have been in her fifties for all anyone knew, because she was just so full of energy and so full of life, and she still is. If you if you hear her on the radio, I've kind of lost touch with her, and I I feel a bit sad about that. Actually, we kept in touch for a, a few short years, but um, yeah, she was just an, an amazing person. What was
3: it like working with John Borman? Is he completely nuts?
0: no I didn't find him nuts at <laughs> all I, I, but then again I was I was you know on Taylor of Panama I was I was only on set for about a week yeah and, uh, uh, and I did meet him and I did shake hands with him and we had a couple conversations and he was yeah. lovely he was a yeah. really nice guy um, but he was he was very busy as well he was you know in yeah. his director's <laughs> zone so you know our, our conversations tend to tended to resolve not resolve revolve around you yeah. um, what was happening in the scene and things like that.
3: Was that your first film then?
0: Was it? Uh, I think it was, yeah. I think that was my first feature film. Uh, But before that, I think before that, I'm pretty sure before that I did (laughs) Band Brothers.
3: Again, we're going from IMDb here, so you know it. Yeah, well, um, you know the truth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was. uh, It all happened kind of quickly. All of that. Uh, There was Bandit Brothers and Reign of Fire and Taylor of Panama. That all happened in relatively quick succession. Actually, it was. It was really fun. So, well, two um,
3: really iconic things there, Band of Brothers, is my son's 24, and even now he's totally obsessed with it. And Reign of Fires are very, uh, I don't think a lot of people have seen it, have they? But it, that's one of those films that if you see it, you, you, you can get a bit obsessed with it, with the dragons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I need to watch that again. And try and spot you in it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I I think my career, at least on on film and television, has has been uh, one of those blink and you miss me kind of moments. You know? But but you know it, there've been some good key moments as well. So I'm I'm quite you know proud of it. But yeah. uh, I would like some more screen time.
3: Yeah, you deserve <laughs> it as well. Oh, don't talk like that, Doug. Please don't put that voice on, Doug. Oh, Tina. You
0: <laughs> know <laughs> hey, no, I have to say I was I was recording today actually. I was recording up in London, and I was doing this game. I can't say what it is. <gasps> Signed an NDA, uh, but I, I was doing this game up in London today, and I had to do a lot of shouting, you know, and, yeah. and I was playing multiple characters and things like that. So, so my my voice is a little bit wrecked, and I've got next to me, next to me, I have a lime and honey tea, yeah, and and a famous grouse good for you <laughs> nice
2: <laughs> okay, I mean that leads me on to my next question I do want to ask you about sort of like uh, the, the actors that you've met uh, obviously you mentioned Donna Blackman but that does lead me on to uh, a question that Dave wanted us to ask on behalf of one of his students called Megan Turner um, and she wanted to know how you uh, got into voiceovers and how you train your voice to do different ranges of characters
0: oh wow good question Megan um right how i got into voiceovers you, you may have to remind me chris what the second part of this is you know how you how you do different ranges but you know hopefully i'll come back around to it um how i got into voiceovers was completely by accident I, it was back in 1999 me and my wife moved to back to england for her and uh i i managed to blag my way in to a, a, at the york theater royal with honor blackman and uh, off the back of that, I met an agent who put me up for this job as a uh, voiceover artist for um, Independence War Two, Edge of Chaos. I don't know if you remember that. It's ages ago now. Mm. Um, but I, I ended up getting the lead character, and I recorded it, and the company kept bringing me back and back and back for more, more and more games. I never even thought about games and voiceovers for games mm. before that. It was a completely new world, and I think it was kind of actually, in 1999, a bit of a new world anyways. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so so I kind of got in there right at the beginning, very fortunately.
2: And and obviously, I think you're up there with the likes of Troy Baker, and, um, you know, the, the, it, it has become massive now, hasn't it? You know, it oh, huge. It's, it's so... A voice, a, a, you know, a well-acted uh, voice and a character in a video game can just bring that... That game to life, you know, and I think you've well, you've definitely succeeded. Um, I think Tina will attest to that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> definitely, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think women look at games a lot differently to men, where the lead character is really important. Yeah. And whenever I play a game, because um, I'm I'm older, I'm fifty, so I don't really tell people that I play games because they don't get it. Oh, um,
0: why not? I'm forty-five.
3: <laughs> you could be my toy boy. Oh God, it came out of my mouth.
0: I'm sorry. I'm oh sorry, come Dad. on, Tina There's oh. something there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Mrs. will avert your eyes. Um, but but I, I don't know. It's a, I don't know how you do it. How you you know how how you get that timber in your voice when you do Geralt. It's uh, because listening to you talk now. You you're not Geralt, are you?
0: No, no, but but no. I have to say, at the moment, my voice is not my own either. Yeah. <clears throat> my, my wife said, "Oh gosh, your voice sounds terrible." Yeah. Uh, uh, when I when she picked me up from the train station today, and I said, "Yeah, I've been shouting all day long," mm. uh, so actually, you're not even hearing my normal voice now. Yeah. Um, what you're hearing is the result of a uh, you know, a, a nearly four hours of shouting and screaming into a microphone. Um, for a for a, an, another game, so and it'll be fine tomorrow, mm. but I think it's worth pointing out it there actually. That there's been this this whole debate uh, in the states recently with with um, um, voice actors and everything. Mm. And it's about, you know, their their rights and what you know what publishers want them to do and what the actors are saying we can do and all these kinds of things. And if you can hear my voice now, I mean I spent three and a half hours today shouting into a microphone and now my voice is really affected. Yeah. So, you know, that there, there is a cost to the voice actor. And mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes, not always, but sometimes in the industry, they don't really recognize that. And I think it's one of those things that's emerging, you know, kind of like actors in the 50s and 60s and stuff, you know, you know, they they, suddenly equity came up and, you know, actors who weren't the stars said, hey, look, you know, I'm a part of this. I deserve, I deserve reasonable rates of pay and treatment and things like that, you know. So uh, it's kind of interesting, all that. Mm -hmm. But.
3: Is uh, it very different? Um, acting on stage or in a film than it, than it is, because I, I imagine you to be in a studio do you ask whoever has written the story of the game for for instance, Geralt's background, and you go home and you think I'm going to play him like this
0: uh, No, it's very collaborative It's yeah. really collaborative uh, I mean, for example, today I went into the studio and I had no idea exactly what I was going to be recording and it was with the director who was one of the developers and uh, we just worked out what voices we wanted for each character that i was playing today and with Geralt, it was no different mm.
4: um,
0: the audition i went in for um we just kind of played with different voices for about i don't know 20 minutes half an hour 20 minutes and um eventually what came up was uh, boris from cd project red said uh, well you know think about this think about Dirty hairy, you know, cleaning Ooh, east, yeah.
3: Hairy.
0: And I said, Okay, all right, yeah, I can I, I I know what you're talking about. I'll I'll try for that and we tried for that and he went, Yeah, I think that's what we want. So we rec- we recorded some of that and um and he took that back to C D Project Red and uh and they went, Yeah, that's the voice we want. Yes. So it kind of works like that. It's not it's not the do what I do. It's I work with the developers to find the voice that they want for the character that I'm playing.
2: Mm. How's that evolved over time? Obviously, you've been with the the series from the start, but so how how has it changed from your point of view? I mean, The Witcher Three has just been a massive success this year. It's been huge, uh, and I'm so pleased that CD Projekt Red have, have had this success because the, they seem to be one of the developers that do it right. Do you know what I mean? That they, they give out you know sort of free DLC to the people who play their games, and they really do look after the customers. So yeah. how how have things changed from your point of view in terms of I guess either the character or the you know your uh, performance, uh, has it been pretty much the same throughout, or is it? Has it have you seen lots of big changes?
0: No, uh, in terms of the technology, for The Witcher, it's it's been pretty much the same. Pre- you know, pretty much the same. The microphones have changed a little bit. Um, the setup for the microphones has changed. We don't do motion capture or anything like that for, uh, for Geralt's voice. Um, but what I have noticed... <clears throat> Is that uh, the, the the character of Geralt has changed? Mm. So in in Witcher One, I was directed to be very emotionless, uh, no emotion at all, um, and we tried very hard to do that. Though it was really hard sometimes because you know they, they write into the stories emotional content. So sometimes it was a little bit frustrating because I was like ah, you know, as an actor. Ah, I really want to put something into this because mm-hmm. there's clearly an emotional context. Um, but uh, but they were like, no no no, he can't have any emotions. Witcher two, they started to go, you know, uh, well they didn't. I went, you know what? There's an emotional context here. I think we can push this. And the director went, yeah, let's push it a little bit. And the developers went, okay, yeah, let's do that. And they were writing that in. This is the thing. It wasn't. I, it wasn't just coming out of me or. The, the director, they were writing it into the script. So I was reading the script and going, look, there's something here we've gotta use, we've gotta take on. And then Witcher Three was even more so, and I was really pleased with Witcher Three. I was really excited because when I started reading, you know, the bits of script that were being sent through, I was like, Yeah, this is cool. This is like a film. You know, this is this is great. Geralt's gonna have a, a real proper life. He's not just this, you know, killing automaton. He's actually he's a he's a human being in this you know in in the witcher sense Hmm. um and he has feelings and he 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 has thoughts and he's he cares and he has to suppress that and i think that's the thing about Geralt that i've learned is that it's not that he doesn't have feelings it's that he has to suppress them to do what he does
3: yeah yeah it makes a real difference to the game as well that there's a lot more emotion in it i've only played a little bit of witcher 2 and dropped it immediately when i started playing witcher 3 because of the emotion in it and i think it appeals to females a bit more as well yeah Yeah, from that yeah yeah it does it makes the the whole game more accessible i think if you can identify with the characters because of the emotion in it Mm -hmm. as well and you do such a beautiful job oh thank you (laughs) oh you do um do you think you could ever do it in a Welsh accent?
0: <laughs> you know, uh, my... <laughs> it's a sort of
3: Welsh name, isn't it?
0: It is kind of, yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: um,
0: my Welsh accent is, um, uh, uh, I, I would probably be strung up in Wales.
3: <laughs>
0: it's that bad. <laughs> I, I could give it a try. <laughs> but I don't think it would be terribly good. <laughs>
3: That's really good. It is actually really good. I was always pissed off, you know, that the makers made all the witches Welsh.
0: Uh were they? No, Lambert wasn't. Was he? All uh, um...
3: witches, the the three witches. Oh, the witches. They're all Welsh, aren't they?
0: <laughs> are they? Yes, what, what, the, they
3: are.
0: The three bog witches.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, They're right. really Welsh. Okay. They are.
0: Yeah, you're right, though. I, and now I'm thinking about it, you're
2: right. This is true. I thought yeah. you were in the game at one point, Tina, to be fair.
3: Oh, thanks a lot. I look <laughs> like one.
2: <laughs> I, I suppose I... That, that brings us back round to sort of uh, Megan's second part of the question about how you train your voice to do different ranges of characters then. Um, in, I'm assuming that in, involves accents or, uh, you know, sort of the, you know, the characterisation, you know, the actual... Um, the tone and, and everything else how, how do you get into that mode
0: well yeah yeah Well, um, uh, how I do it may be very 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 different from how other people do it I mean I, I don't know uh, I don't know a whole lot of voice actors who do just voice acting so like Troy Baker I, I you mentioned him before I, I don't know Troy personally and I, I know his work but, um, you know, I, I don't know where, what his background is or anything like that. Um, there are some voice actors who come from a background of, of not training as actors and they, they just are really good at doing voices. Mm-hmm. And then they just have a natural talent for it. And some of them train as actors in a very, you know, um, small way or, or, or more. And some of them don't. And some people come to voice acting from an actor's point of view, like, 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 I do, um, and find themselves in this environment and go, yay, this is fun. And I like it. Um, so I can only speak from my perspective. Um, and my perspective is I trained as an actor. Um, so as part of training as an actor, I, I, I not only you know, learned how to approach character from different angles and perspectives and things like that, um, but I also learned how to use my voice in different ways. So I did learn how to use certain accents and or not certain accents, but accents and, and how to develop certain accents and how to um, create character through the voice. And uh, so I come from that background. So every time I go in to do any kind of job, uh, I fall back on my training. Uh, But I also fall back on what I hope is talent (laughs) and (laughs) and um, and and just a, a, a real sense of play. I really like to play. You know, it's fun. It's fun. And someone told me once when I was a young actor, they said, if acting ever becomes not fun, stop doing it because it's not worth it. And I think that's kind of true to a certain extent because, Mm -hmm. you know, it can be a hard slog and it doesn't always pay very well. And, and sometimes it does. And, and, um, and, but a lot of the rewards are different. You know, a lot of the rewards are about, um, doing a good job and, and, and seeing your work out there and, and, you know, getting feedback from people saying that was fantastic. I loved it. Um, but the, the actual preparation, I mean, It's training, and it's warm-ups. I I mean, today, going into the studio, I knew I was going to do some shouting and stuff, so I was walking around the streets of London, um, up and down Oxford Street, (laughs) because the studio is off Oxford Street, and I was doing, you know, uh, exercises. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm...
3: You're lucky somebody didn't arrest you if
0: you were making funny you noises. Know, like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I try to do it when no one's around. You know, <laughs> it's kind of it's it's not quite right to go into the studio too early, so you kind of do your warm-ups outside. You know, <laughs> and I'm out there in the room. Going... <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, of course. You know, people think you, but you have to do it because otherwise your voice won't survive. Yeah.
3: You sound like you need a drink now, actually, Doug. Have a big gulp.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. Big gulp of lime
3: and honey. <laughs> ah! Is that better? It's very good of you to come on actually knowing that that you've been you've ragged your voice all day, so thank you for that. <laughs> and are you going to give us at least one shout that you've done in the game so we can get all excited? Go on, do it. <laughs> Do one, it, do it, Doug.
0: One thing, one thing of girls. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I does... have no lines. I have no lines memorized for
2: that, so I'll just have
3: to give you what I can make up. So, can you hear
2: uh, Doug okay, Chris? Actually, Doug, yeah, you, you're going a bit crackly. Can, can I call you back? Just, um, yeah. I think the line's gone a bit, yeah. a bit funny. Okay, I'll call you back in the, one second. So Doug, you mentioned about um, sort of the, the different rewards and the reward, rewards being that you know it's uh, the the recognition and the sort of people coming up and and saying thank you for doing such a great job and and I, we we are so grateful for for your performance in The Witcher. But you you're a teacher as well, aren't you? So have you noticed that um, like you like we are, I guess, like your students are a little bit starstruck, or is it just you know when you're in the in the the classroom, it's just it's just Doug kind of thing and and that's it.
0: Um, well, yeah, it's kind of a mixture, actually. Some students are a little bit starstruck, but mostly I'm I'm just the teacher. I, I, I'm not just a teacher. I'm I'm the course leader, actually. So I, I kind of run the show. Ah. So uh, I, I tend to <laughs> I I tend to put on a little bit of a um, scary. I'm I'm the guy where the buck stops kind of show. <laughs> And, it, and, it's, and it's true. It's, it's actually true. You know, yeah. it's, you know when, when the shit hits the fan... Oh, sorry.
2: That's okay. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah. when,
0: when the mess hits the fan, <laughs> um, uh, I'm the one who has to try to, you know, mop it up, sign the papers, uh, sort things out. But, uh, you know, mostly I, I, I think I'm, a, I'm kind of a figurehead to my students. You know, I always say to them when they first arrive in the first year, I say, look, you know, I'm the course leader, but that doesn't mean I know everything. That just means that I'm the guy who organizes all these other wonderful people to give you the best experience you can have. So, um, you know... It must be so
3: cool the for them having, having you know, Geralt and a movie star as their course leader, though. They must be pretty knocked out by you, Doug. <laughs> I know I would
2: be. Yeah, me too.
3: Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> well, I think it helps, and I, I think it's... I think it's valuable. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I'm in a university setting and, and one of the things that universities these days really, really value is research. Mm. And I don't do any research. Um, it's not because I don't want to. It's just because I don't have time. And I, I have nothing I particularly want to research. I want to work. Yeah. I want to, I want to teach acting and I want to do acting and I want to get better at it and teach it better. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing. Well, you're also
3: a director as well, aren't you? You've directed plays. I've I, I
0: have, yes. Yeah. Not professionally, I have to say. Not professionally. Mm-hmm. I have directed them here at the university. And um, I've directed some whoppers. I've done. <laughs> I, personally, I think I've done some fantastic work. But, yeah. You know. Is that
3: something you'd like to get into? Um, you know, like a bit of film directing or theatre direction?
0: I don't know enough about film directing to do it properly I think mm. but but then you know just having said that I think that uh, there there are a number of examples of people who have directed films who perhaps didn't know what they were doing who did a fine job as well. <laughs> 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 when I directed my first theater play um I didn't I had never directed a play before and I did a pretty good job and I've learned since then how to do it better so I think it's you know, with a lot of things like this, especially with art, anything mm-hmm. that is any kind of art, there's a certain amount of do it and get better at it yeah. and, yeah. you know, figure out how you want to do it.
2: Mm. which I guess kind of leads me back onto to one of my, my earlier questions was in terms of you mentioned Anna Blackman, um, you know are, are there any particular movie stars that stand out for you that uh, you've really enjoyed working with uh, or admire That you, or the ones that you'd love to work with? Hmm,
0: that's a really good question, um, there are so many people I would love to work with um, gosh the list goes on and on and on um, Recently, somebody I'd love to work with is, is, um, uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah.
3: yeah Bradley yeah. Cooper. Is that his name? Yeah. Bradley
2: yes. Cooper.
0: Yeah. yeah. American I sniper. Name. I'm going to get it wrong and sound like a complete, yes. American <laughs> sniper. Brad Cooper. Um, I, I watched American sniper and I was blown away by his mm. performance and I'm looking forward to seeing the new one with him as a, a chef. Oh yeah. Um, I don't, I just, uh, you know, yeah, he just seems like an actor who has his shit together. Mm. Oh, sorry, I've done it again. That's fine. <laughs> No, you can
3: swear as much as you want, Doug. It's fine. Right. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> he's, I don't know. I, I, I just think he's really cool. Um, there's just something about him that I really admire. I, th- I look at him and I go, yeah, you're the kind of actor I think I can. End. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is another one. Oh, yes yes um, i mean she's just fabulous isn't she i mean she, she said there was a there was a fantastic thing on television tonight uh, just before i came up and um she had katie portman on the cheek on the red carpet for the you know mocking bird mockingjay yeah. part <laughs> yes. something. and there was this whole interaction i just thought you're cool i like you yeah. oh, <laughs> i'd love to sit down and have a coffee or a, a Pint with you or whatever.
3: She seems like a genuinely yeah, I, nice person, I, I think I Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think most people are. You know, you you get the odd person in Hollywood or wherever who's a bit of a you know diva or whatever, but I think most people are really very genuine. And um, really, is is them trying to protect themselves because you know you get a lot of media attention and things like that, and mm. and uh, and then kind of go at some point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> have you noticed much um, more media attention on yourself since um, the, doing The Witcher? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's a, I guess it's like you've mentioned, a double-edged sword in some ways. It's nice to have that recognition, but at the same time, you know, it, it's a bit of an invasion of your own privacy. So, uh, have you? How do you feel about that? That that? Have you embraced it, or is it you a bit standoffish about it all?
0: Well so far I've embraced it I, I, because it hasn't been too bad you know it's it's people like yourselves who are just you know genuine fans who also you know have have these things going on um who want to have a chat and share with people and that's really exciting I think that's fantastic and I really like to do this you know I, I think this yeah. um, Well I'm going to your bubble
3: now Doug because who, I i know a couple of women uh, who um, <laughs> who would very much like to like email you or uh, or maybe make weird requests of you and i wondered <laughs> <laughs> i did ge- actually genuinely wonder if you've ever had any sort of stalky situations off ladies who can't differentiate that you that gerald actually isn't a real person because he his character really does make women go a bit like well if you men included if <laughs> you men yeah you do christopher
0: <laughs> i saw your tweets <laughs> <laughs> i showed my wife and she said wait for people
3: <laughs> have you have you had sort of you know fan mail off women who've asked you for your knickers and stuff like that? Unfortunately
0: <laughs> oh, fortunately yeah. not. I wish I could say that was the case. no. I or, or do I wish I could say that was the case? I don't know. Um, no, it's 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 been very very mild. It's it's That's been right. lovely but mild. Um, I, I think the thing is that uh, with with video games, uh, the voice actors are still rel- relatively modest celebrities if I, if I can even um, the the real stars of the show Harpers and to a lesser extent, but the publishers I mean these games they're massive, they're huge and I give so much credit to CD Project Red for the Witcher 3. I mean and for the whole series, I mean these people, they sit there at computers day after day after day for years on end and they hate these worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, I come in at some point and I give voice to the character. And, you know, and some people say, and I agree to a certain extent, that I give life to the character. But,
2: you know, it's... you. We've lost you. We've lost. We've lost Doug. Hello. 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 We've got the the gremlins in with us yeah. tonight, I think, haven't we? <laughs> yeah,
3: definitely. <laughs> sorry, Doug. Sorry that this That's is That's all
0: right. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. You stopped me mid-flow. I was like, I was like rolling, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Stop, please.
3: <laughs> it's quite funny, really. You sound like a Dalek at the moment. You,
4: is it? Do
3: you, the, you
2: do sound like it. Is it? Do you think it's the internet connection, Chris? Or I think, well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 do, I think we do we send okay to you, Doug, or is you're
4: down fine to me? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Th- uh, it's it's just the gremlins. We'll we'll say we'll we'll carry on. But yeah. but you were saying um, uh, about sort of like the the, um, uh, the programmers and they you know they pour their heart and soul into these games and then you come in and and deliver the, your lines and. Uh, and, and like you mentioned, about breathing life into a, the character. But what's, what's your take on that then?
0: Well, I, I think that that's exactly it. That You know, a lot of people give blood sweat, blood, sweat and tears to create the world and the script and the characters and everything else. And then the voice actor, to a certain extent, swans in and, you know, gives it voice, gives the character voice. Um And I don't mean to devalue that at all, but what I do mean to say is, you know, quite increasingly, voice actors are getting more attention, which I think is great because they should. Mm. But -hmm. at the same time, um, these developers, you know, I mean, they, they, uh, uh, I've been Project Red doing Geralt for 10 years. I've seen from a distance, but I've seen how hard they work. Um, I know, I know the, the, you know, they lose sleep. They, they work so hard to get these games on the shelves and to get them right and to, you know, for for so many fans, you know, the, mm. the game out there and make it right. It's, it's just it's, it's, as I said, sweat, sweat and tears. So, so much immense respect for them. And again, not to tell you what I offer, but I'm just a small part of an overall picture. So I kind of, I kind of have to, you know, look at it that way.
2: Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, you, you're absolutely right that, that, that the risks uh, involved with making video games these days is huge you know we've seen companies go out of business because if if their game isn't right or if it doesn't sell um, that, that's it It you know because the budgets are as, as big as um, movies you know in, and bigger than some movies these days that they, they have become so huge and we are um, how, how can I put it politely? We are uh, a mouthy bunch at times, gamers. Um, <laughs> we're very vocal, and if something isn't right, then we will <laughs> go, you know, to the to the social media machine, you know, and sort of. Um, but I, I can honestly say that in my experience, and I'm sure you'll say the same, Tina. That um, with The Witcher, it's just been. Uh, a wonderful experience for us to be part of that, you know. I guess and um, and you know, so pleased that you've had such amazing feedback from people. Um, just a, just a quick question. You may have been asked this before, and I do apologise if you have. But do you actually play video games?
0: Yeah, I do. I do. And I've always loved them since I was a kid. I mean, I remember when I was eleven and twelve. Um. We had an Atari, one of the original Ataris, and uh, I had the game and I loved pitfall, but I always died. The alligators always got me. So I was terrible video games, and I still <laughs> <clears throat> have. But I love them. I absolutely love them. And um, it was about uh, oh, 10 years ago, t- uh, maybe 12, 13 years ago, a game called Asheron's Call by Microsoft. Uh, it was a one of those, you know, massive multiplayer online role-playing game kind of things, and I loved it. I loved it. Um, I spent a lot of time on it, um, but I've got kids now, and I've got, you know, other things I'm doing, and I'm, you know, and I'm doing all kinds of things. I just don't have as much time as I used to have. I want more time, but I do still play, and I, I have been playing the way...
2: I think that's the thing, isn't it? As you get older, you don't tend to have as much time as you did. Um and you have a bit more a few more responsibilities and obviously you've got quite a lot going on with um with the teaching and voice acting and acting in general. Mm-hmm. Um but so, um it, you mentioned pitfall and I mean have you got any other particular favourites uh, that you, you've you've been playing at all?
0: Oh well, I haven't been playing pitfall for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that was you know. <laughs> um, uh, what I've been playing recently, um, uh, you, you know what? I get on. I play Witcher 3, or I've been playing um, Elder Scrolls, the, the, the new online version.
2: Oh, yes. yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Is that is that yeah. really weird playing yourself in a game then? I was just going to yeah. ask that.
2: Yeah.
0: It is a bit. Yeah, it is a bit. Um, and and you know, every once in a while, I kind of. <laughs> I'll hear myself come out of the TV. You know, my... it's
3: gone. Oh, you've gone again. Oh, totally gone. <laughs> um, <Ooh. laughs> oh, no. Am I back? S-
2: sort Chris? of. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Do that, you wanna... that must be
0: the, the
2: connection. I think it's the internet connections. Yeah. yeah. It's not great, is it? Tina, you mentioned uh, earlier on that there's the Wales Comic Con coming up and um, you're going to be attending, aren't you, Doug? Is that right? Oh, yes. So, Are are you looking forward to to attending and meeting Tina, I guess, for the first time?
0: (laughs) I'm certainly looking forward to attending. (laughs) 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 No, Tina, I'm so excited to meet you. I think it's going to be thrilling. Um, Oh, Well, I'm 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 really kind of uh, weirdly nervous about it. I've never done a comic con before properly. I, yeah. I, I went to the San Diego one, but I was really you know looked after there. Yeah. Um. So I don't have to do anything. So I'm going to go to the Wales one, and um. I don't, this is the I'm literally gonna thro-
3: yeah yeah
2: thrown you into the wild, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Your video from San Diego is so funny. I watched it when it came out, where you're doing the voiceover for Geralt because it oh, yeah. breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really great. So that's uh, that's a week on Sunday, that isn't it? The the Wales Comic Con. Is it? I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can't
3: be. Or two weeks no. on Sunday. It's the end two of weeks. November. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. November 29th. 29th,
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: so I'll, I'll be traveling up to- towards Wrexham on the twenty eighth.
3: Right, uh, right. Well, Is man, uh, are you going to be alone or with your wife? <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> no, I was just gonna. Oh. No, I was gonna say because Dave and I live about sort of six miles away from Wrexham. So if you're lonely yeah. and you want a, a cup of tea or something, <laughs> or you want to meet up, oh. instead of being by, just say you know we're not still. Oh, stuck. thank
0: you,
3: Dina. <laughs> No, well you know if you don't want to be by yourself. You know, it's uh,
0: no, no. I, I'm, I'm actually either. going to be there with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, actually going to be there with my wife and my oh, children. Oh, good. Um, oh, lovely. And uh, yeah, and I, I've arranged with, uh, with, with, with Wales Comic Con for yeah. them all to have passes so they can good. go and enjoy the,
4: yeah. the
0: event and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're t- it's, it'll be my boy's first Comic
2: Con, so we'll see oh, what. Oh, cool. Happens. Yeah. Wow. Do you, do you chil- How old are your children, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Um, my oldest is 13, and my youngest is
2: 11. Okay, so do they play video games? Do they think it's really cool that, oh, that their dad's, you know, one of the biggest video games of the year?
0: Uh, my, my oldest certainly does. Um, my mm-hmm. youngest, I think, clocks it, but he's he doesn't uh, quite understand kind of the scope of it but my oldest certainly does. He <laughs> he plays all kinds of video games and he gets on with his mates, you know, and he does, you know, Skype, you know, uh, multiplayer things and he'll, I'll walk past, and he'll go, um, dad, can you come here? Do something in Gerald's voice. And to my- <laughs> I go, okay. So I'll go over and I go, hey, how you doing? You doing okay? <laughs> you know? and, and he goes, see, I told you, I told you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's wonderful. It's
0: quite fun actually.
2: <laughs> um what what things are you working on at the moment? I know you mentioned that you can't really explain or say what game it is that you're working on, but have you got lots of on the horizon? Uh, have you have you found that uh, the Witcher has opened a lot of doors for you? Uh if you can tell us a little bit about your sort of your future projects, that would be wonderful.
0: Uh unfortunately I can't say too much about any of my future projects because I've signed NDAs for all of them okay. <laughs> um, so um I, uh, but, but I will say there are a few interesting things coming up but nothing quite like The Witcher I you know because I'm a jobbing actor I I do whatever I'm asked to do mm. um you know at least to a certain extent you know <laughs> uh, so I've done quite a lot of work recently on various games, and but you'll have to kind of listen out for me because I'm, I'm, I've been asked to do different voices. And um, mm-hmm. in the past, it's been, yeah, in the past it's been that, uh, you know, I've been asked to do voices very similar to Geralt. Um, and I always try to change them up a little bit because I don't want to silly the Geralt voice. I want to do something different. And I, and also because I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but in you know, uh, the last few months, I've actually been doing a few interesting things. So <laughs> I would challenge you to find out <laughs> <laughs> by, list- by listening, <laughs> yes, what I've been doing. Oh.
2: Sounds really intriguing. I will, I'm, I'm sure that Tina and all of the listeners will, um, you know, sort of say that we will definitely be looking forward to what you've been working on. Um, Can I
3: just ask ask you one question, Doug? That Now, I don't play games every day, and I've been playing The Witcher and nothing else for over six months now, and I actually finished it yesterday. So I'm going to start the DLC probably over the weekend. And it's such a huge, enormous game. And I, I was sitting there knowing that I was going to talk to you tonight and wondered how you actually record it because there is so much dialogue you have to say are you watching yourself on screen or are you literally for weeks and weeks and weeks reading lines out into a microphone
0: no it's it's uh it for the most part it's literally weeks and weeks and weeks of um of of reading lines out but yeah but you know it's it's. A, is it it is sounds it like it's really dull, but it's not. Yeah. It's not because I'm working with an engineer, and I'm working with a director, and usually these people. Not. Nah, I can't say usually. <laughs> Poor engineers <laughs> are going to go. Who's usually? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um times it's really interesting it's fun it, because mm-hmm. we have a uh, we have a good laugh you know because there yeah. are things that are funny in the scripts and we you know we take the piss out of them a bit you know just for fun yeah. just to keep things fresh not not because we think they're silly or anything but you know just for just to keep ourselves fresh yeah and um it's good fun it's really fun i really yeah. enjoy doing this stuff and i've loved doing gerald because the, the whole Witcher world is fantastic. I love it. I absolutely adore it. Yeah. Um, and there are times when uh, there was uh, uh, the the main engineer for most of The Witcher Three was James, and uh, James was he's so cool. He's so much fun. And um, you know, we had different directors, uh, and I, want, I won't name them because you can look them up, but um, uh, James was just, you know, he was like there all the time. And there were other engineers as well, but he was the main one. And he started keeping a, um, a file of, of outtakes, basically, You know, when, when I just kind of went <laughs> off the piste. And uh, I, just, you know, I just went, you know, I just went, I need to do something a bit fun. I just, I just need to do something a bit unguerulty here you know I, I didn't say that i just did it so he was recording all this stuff and he was keeping it in a file and i think he's got a file somewhere Ooh. of all kinds of things and some of them are really rude and some of them are, <laughs> of them are just plain unpublishable
2: Ooh, blackmail, nice. blackmail so material exactly. then
0: yeah, yeah. If you can get a hold of James and you know pay him enough money, he just might release it. But I don't think he will. He's pretty. He's you know he's he's got a lot of integrity. That guy. So.
3: <laughs> how long does it take you to? How long did it take you from beginning to end to record your part for The Witcher then for Witcher three?
0: Uh, for Witcher three, I think. I think it was four years.
3: Good um, grief! Wow. Really.
0: Yeah, yeah but but you have to take into account that you know when they started the project when they started yeah. doing Witcher 3 they just recorded a trailer. Yeah. Just a teaser trailer. Yeah. So I recorded that and that was one day. Yeah. And then they brought me back 3 months later to record another internet trailer or something and that was a a day and a half or 2 or 3 days or whatever it was. And then you know when recording proper started it was um, 2 or 3 days a week for four or five or six weeks and then yeah. nothing for two or three yeah. months
4: right.
0: and then again two or three or four days a week for you know three or four months mm. and then nothing for three or four months so it's it's not like it's constant yeah. because they have to catch up to themselves you know cd project red they they're they're writing the script as they go they're developing stories as they go they make changes mm. as they go so it's a constantly evolving uh, yeah. situation so I'm not in the studio all the time, but yeah. the whole process for me yeah. took about three or four years.
3: That's incredible. Wow. I did. I didn't know. It's
0: not I, done. There's another expansion coming out.
3: Yeah. Have you done already recorded that?
0: I don't know if I can answer that. Oh, <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that then, I guess. <laughs> did, did you meet any of the other uh, voice actors, or was it just literally yourself and an engineer and a director? Because obviously the interaction between the characters, it just all seems so seamless, but were, were you on your own, or were you, were you with other actors?
0: Um, no, I, I wasn't with other actors. I was, uh, I, we, we all recorded on our own. Um, but, but what they do is, if they've recorded another character before you, then they play back the other character's, the other actor's performance. So you can respond to the other actor. But this is where the director comes, comes in and it becomes really crucial. The director in an ideal world knows what the other actor has performed, whether we've got it for playback or not, or knows what they want them to perform. So the director has an overview of the whole thing, the whole vocal performance Mm -hmm. situation. So um yeah I, I, there's some really good directors who worked on uh, Witcher 3 and um yeah I mean, they they've all been brilliant
3: Yeah Do you have pictures of the characters around you
0: as Yeah sometimes as, yeah Yeah, yeah. There there was a really weird time, you know, when I went into one of the studios, I I went in to record one day and I think they'd been they'd been recording a whole lot of prostitutes that day. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all all the various prostitutes that you run into in The Witcher 3. And so so they were all pinned up all around the (laughs) the voice booth. So I walked in and there were all these pictures of these (laughs) half naked women everywhere and i just thought wait is this a message
3: this- <laughs> <laughs> we're well, going on from that i, I ha- we have been discussing something about the character of geralt in relation to the sex scenes mm. and uh, there's one particular screenshot that chris put up last night of you or maybe it was dave who of you about to mount the unicorn and um the lady that you're with has got is it it's not Triss, it's um what's her name? Jennifer,
4: is it? Yennefer? Jennifer,
3: it's Jennifer. She's got this amazing like, you know, fake Barbie body with a great bra on and a great pair of knickers. And Geralt has got like these pants on and
0: <laughs> I thought well, you were told not to talk about the pants.
3: Well, the pants. I have to talk about the pants. And you need to tell the makers of the game that they need to ge- give Geralt some clean pants. Are they dirty? <laughs> oh, oh,
0: my God, are they filthy? Yeah, oh! It looks,
3: it looks like you don't actually wipe your bottom properly.
0: <laughs> no.
3: Not Doug Cockle, but actually the character of Geralt.
0: Well, needs- I can tell you, Tina, that I do wipe my bottom properly. <laughs> Whether Geralt does or not is another thing.
3: <laughs> he is without a doubt, though, out of um because my favourite game up until Witcher was uh, Red Dead Redemption, and that was because I was a bit in love with the main character, John Marston, in it. Right. And Geralt just blew him out of the water. I love you, Doug. <laughs> well, I, I love Geralt. Oh, just thank you. I, I just think he's... Wonderful, and I absolutely have loved playing Witcher, and I think it would be nothing without your voice.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. That's really nice.
3: You do a really brilliant job.
0: I I absolutely love Geralt as well. I've I. I've gone from not knowing who this guy was in Witcher 1. I had no idea what this game was. I I didn't know any of the books. I hadn't read any of the stories because they weren't in English. I knew nothing. Yeah. And I've been on a a 10 year journey learning about the world of the Witcher and Sapkowski's characters and Geralt and his relationships with all these people. And I've loved it. I've so enjoyed it. And I, I have a little bit more to explore and um, hopefully it won't be the end, because I literally love Gerald. I think he's brilliant.
3: Well, I read yesterday that they're making a movie. So I think I you need to start up some sort of campaign. You, you have to be in uh-huh. that movie, Doug.
0: I think, you know, I, I was saying today, I was, at, I was uh, recording today, and I was saying to people there who have, you know, worked with on, on The Witcher before, uh, I was saying, you know, this movie's coming out, uh, if I just it, and dye all my hair white, all, all what little <laughs> hair I have, <laughs> have, get a wig, get a big scar, get some <laughs> big swords, you know, and get all martial artsy on things, you know, you never know. Maybe I could do it. And then, and then, you know, they were all, yeah, right, Doug. <laughs> and I, was like, uh, I was like, okay, well, maybe I could come back as Vesemir in the film. <laughs> yeah, I could be Vesemir. <laughs> Cameo as Vesemir.
3: Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I can imagine that, actually. Hmm.
0: I would absolutely love to be part of the film in some way, shape, or form. Even in ender.
3: You have you have to be in it, Doug, and I, and I am going to start bombarding people with tweets
2: about it. Oh, thank and, you. Yeah, yes, and so will Chris. Definitely, definitely. Yeah.
0: I feel so attached to the to, to the whole franchise, you know. Yeah. I I,
3: yeah.
0: I would love if there was room for me. I would love to be part of the Witcher movie. I think just think that would be awesome.
3: Yeah. Well, you will be. We'll make
2: sure of it. We will definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Doug, I know your time is very precious, and um, I just wanted to say thank you so much for yeah, for spending nice. your, your Friday evening with us. You know, and uh, it's been amazing, and I think you've fulfilled. Um, you've made a very a a, a, a woman very happy, <laughs> and she's just going to dream now of unic- oh. unicorns and and Doug.
3: D- definitely, it's not. Um, it wouldn't be the same if you weren't such a nice man, Doug. You've been, nice. been so lovely. Thank you. Something. Oh, you've gone again. He's fainted, Chris.
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dougie. Yeah. It's been a pleasure and an honor yeah. speaking to you tonight. Yeah. And um, we look forward to seeing you in person in the near future.
0: Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Um, if you two are at WalesCon on the 29th of November, yeah. please come say hello. We will. Definitely.
3: We will definitely. With our Witcher yeah. games in our hands,
0: excellent. And I'll have a sharpie in my hand.
3: Cool.
2: Nice. Thank you, you,
0: know, you...
3: Another not,
2: not yeah. like. <laughs> 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 well, thank you so much, Doug. Yeah, we'll, we'll, thank you for your time. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Take thank care. Thank you,
0: Chris. Thank you, Tina.
3: Thank you. Bye, Bye. Doug. Bye. 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 Bye.
1: And there we are. The alarm bell, as always, means it's the end of another show. I'd like to thank Doug for giving us his time and having a, a brilliant episode I'm sure you'll agree uh, and a huge thank you of course to Chris and Tina for uh, hosting the show and recording everything with uh, with Doug at such short notice that I wasn't going to be there. I literally give them 30 minutes. I text 30 minutes before recording was due to start that I wouldn't be able to make it. So I'm sorry about dropping you in at the deep end, guys. I'm sorry about that. But you did an amazing job. I'm sure everybody will agree you did an amazing job, uh, especially considering that Skype was just throwing a hissy fit all evening. So to plow through that as well. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, as I said at the, the, uh, the beginning of the episode, we're now back recording on uh, as regular a basis as my my uh, workload will allow. So while we're not quite every week, we're getting a load more shows out there. We've got such a lot planned as well. If you'd like to keep up with everything that we've got planned, uh, by all means, follow us on our social media outlets. If you go to facebook.com slash 60 minutes with, uh, there's also Twitter, which is at 60 minutes with and Instagram at 60 minutes with. All of those is the, uh, are the numerical 60, not uh, the alphabetical. And of course, if you go to the website, which is 60minuteswith.co.uk, not only are all the podcasts on there, we've got reviews of video games, of movies, of television, of music. There's some fantastic reviews across all the teams that are up online there. You can also fill in the contact us form online too, or you can email us direct contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk. Any iTunes reviews, ratings reviews are also most welcome too, and we're available on Stitcher Radio as well. So there we are. That's it. We're back. Another show in the can and well, lots more coming at you before you know it. So thank you very much for keeping your subscriptions active and whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you for listening and we'll be back again soon.
0: Is this Chris Jellyman and Tina Rogers?
3: It sure is. And we're very hot, sweaty. I can't believe the last ten minutes we've had, Doug. It's been awful.
2: (laughs) We've just been having rampant phone sex is what it is. That's why Tina's very... Oh, excellent.
0: excellent. Oh, you (laughs) bitch. Please tell me there was a unicorn involved. Okay, just give me two secs. Oh,
2: okay. that was that's perfect. That bit. Oh, yeah. Is can, it back? You're not allowed to pee.
0: Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no, no, go. No peeing no, allowed.
2: Go. go, go no, go, s- go. seriously, go to the toilets. <laughs> we wouldn't de- deprive you. No, I'm the okay. I'm
0: not going to wet myself. I just thought, oh, well, there's an opportunity. Okay. <laughs> you have to put that in the podcast. <laughs> you should just do this whole thing as the podcast. Like how Doug yeah. has to pee. <laughs> He's got a famous browse <laughs> and a lime and honey. What is going to happen in this podcast? He's gonna have a wee. Oh, that's okay. I had I had a really cool thought. Can you still yeah. hear me?
2: Yes, hey, we can we hear you. Can, we can hear you. Yeah.
0: When you came back on, I was I was gonna answer. I, well, I tried to answer. I, I said Doug is gone to have a wee. <laughs> Hello, my name is and- Doug Cockle and welcome to 60 Minutes with Geralt of Rivia. Ooh. I'm really excited to speak with all of you, but especially Dina.
3: <laughs> I could have to change me pants now.
0: Uh, just make sure you send them to me in the mail.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'll put them in a little snappy bag for you, oh Doug.
0: Excellent. I'll send mine to...
3: Oh, my God, not the ones you wore when you were Geralt, because they've
0: got, like, oh. skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, those are the only ones I have, I'm afraid. Oh,
2: my God. You know, oh. you know what we were saying earlier on about, you know, weird stalkers? Um... <laughs> <laughs> right. But is not.
0: She's so lovely. She's... Oh, thank you. I think I... oh,
2: thank you. I think Tina's amassing her own fan club, which is... Um... It's quite funny to to <laughs> see. Am I? You are. Really? Hollywood stars, believe it or not, Doug, are um are in contact with Tina regularly.
3: It's true. Not to make you I, jealous or anything. I will get you that film part, Doug. I swear to God.
2: <laughs> Whoa, excellent. Yeah. And don't
0: worry. I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about you going out with stars. And <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh. I'm
0: okay with that.
3: I'll okay. just cry at home. No, don't be jealous. You're the only man for me. Believe me.
0: <laughs> Frog fart. <laughs> Frog fart means Doug's oldest boy.
3: <laughs> okay, we'll do
4: that then.